welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Ash. And hey, how you doing? I know it's been two weeks and I'm back. I promise you, I didn't intentionally mean to ghost y'all like that. <laughs> I uh, was experiencing life, you know, and doing my best to be fully present with it. And sometimes when I experience different things happening in my life, I don't feel pulled to create a podcast because there are certain things that should be documented and then there's certain things that shouldn't. And in my own process, I just felt the need to return to myself, you know, and um, and really be there fully present as I went through different motions as we do. And yeah, you know, so I'm here, I'm back. I have new hair. <laughs> I finally decided that, you know, um, when I dyed my hair last, like when I bleached my hair last, the right side of my hair like fell off, you know, like it cut off mad short. And the left side of my hair was compensating for that. You know, I it was it was like it was much longer and I would like part it in a different way so that I could kind of fill up the right side. And then I looked at myself in the mirror and I was just like. I know I love my long hair, like, simultaneously, why am I fighting so hard to keep something up that's, like, an illusion, you know? Because although the left side of my hair is longer, the right side isn't. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to cut this side. I'm just going to cut my losses. I'm just going to cut these dead ends. I'm not going to keep anything that's dead on me. I'm going to let it go lovingly with grace. And yeah, that's where I'm at. So I did that and it, it felt really good. It felt really liberating. You know, I did that on a particular day in a particular way so that I could kind of like honor that sensation of like cutting things off that are dead, you know, um, that looks different all the time. And sometimes we want to hold on to things, you know, like I really wanted to hold on to that side of my hair. I was like, yo, it grew so long. It's so, it's getting so healthy. And then it's like, but it has this weight. It has this weight of, you know, the bleach and the and the dead parts of my hair. I'm like, you know what? Let me just cut into it. And I feel like that has just been indicative of the space that I've been in. Is just like leaning in, right? Leaning forward, leaning in to the discomfort, leaning in to the truth, leaving leaning in even into the illusion. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we have to lean into illusion in order to understand what the truth is. And, uh, you know, shout out to my therapist because she really has been, like, creating that space for me to to see it more in that way. You know, I was, I was talking to her about some stuff, and I was like, what do you do when you feel like you just can't even move? Like, when you're just thinking about something, and, you know, whether it's the OCD or the ADHD or whatever, like any of the things. So there's just being, being a person. And, like, when you just can't get something off your mind and you feel almost, like, imprisoned by it, like, you can't move. Like, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's somewhere in between, 
And she's like, what if you just swam in it? You know, like, what if you just gave yourself a selected amount of time to just fully embrace it, to just listen to the thoughts, to just go where they take you and just like create a structured amount of time to do so. And, you know, I feel like that was the best advice I could have got because I I tend to dive deeper than my oxygen tank can hold, you know, like I'll stay underwater and my oxygen tank is up and then I get surprised when I start suffocating, you know what I mean? And, you know, some people don't lean in at all and they're too afraid to lean in because they, you know, for whatever reasons, maybe they feel like they're afraid of the ocean, maybe they feel like... You know, they don't know how much oxygen they got in their tank, so they're not willing to to test it out. And I feel like we all come from different spectrums. I've been I've been coming from both. Like I used to always be the deep diver <laughs> and and more in the recent years, you know, obviously, like I got to eat. I got to do things. I got to make things happen so that I can sustain life. Right. So like the more responsibilities that you have, the less likely you are to allow yourself to dive into something mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, that you are, that is unknown, right? That you don't necessarily have a tangible, what is next, you know, stuff like that. And it doesn't mean that we have any control more than anything else, you know, besides ourselves, because we don't know what's going to happen every day, you know, but we still get up and start the day and do the thing. So why not, you know, embrace the mystery of things in all spectrums, you know, and I feel like that that relation with that thought has certainly been uh, uh, a trip for me you know um just getting to know those parts of myself that really takes time and space to contemplate things you know it could be correlated with a lot of different aspects you know if we go the mental health route if we go the spiritual route physical emotional it could be correlated to a lot of different things something that I notice about myself is if I ruminate in in thinking for too long like I feel paralyzed it feels harder and harder for me to move and those are usually the times that you got to move the most <laughs> you know the times that you got to get up and like even just like move your arms or just you know shake whatever it is off you and keep it pushing or you know start something new or whatever that looks like you know so that's why I brought the sacral chakra bowl today because you know sacral is it's all about our reproductive organs and it's the energy of that space is all about creation but it's also all about destruction and today is a full moon full moon in libra and libra is all about finding balance you know libra is also all about our relations with people and since it's in full moon right now it's also about like what we want to let go of you know and i always think it's really important when we let go of something to know what we would like to call into that space 
and I'm not saying like manifest it and write it down and do all these things, but no, just like become aware. Like, cause once we remove something, if we don't put something in its space, it tends to just regenerate as the same thing. So just being present with your aspect of letting go, you know, being present with your aspect of what is it that I feel ready to let go of because you know we can let go of things left and right but if we're not really ready to let it go what are we doing you know what I mean like we're half committing we're half stepping to something and I mean I got a lot of I got a lot of experience in that you know and something that I I've been like praying about for myself is to just have the courage to take full steps into things you know because I could take a full step out but to tiptoe or to put one foot here and one foot there is where shit gets confusing, man. And, you know, creating that dialogue with myself so I can learn my own fears, my own desires, my own traumas that show up and triggers that show up in, like, different ways and... You don't always have to dissect exactly where they come from, especially as they're coming up. More so, you know, finding ways to, like, regulate yourself and just kind of bring yourself down because, you know, I've been, I've been triggered fucking lot in the past two weeks, like, to be honest. Um, and I got to revisit different parts of myself that I, I, I suppose were either dormant and or, you know, just in their process in some aspect of me. And... Um, at first, I, I didn't greet them with kindness, you know. At first, I didn't greet the feelings with kindness. I, I, I greeted them with, like, what the fuck? Why am I feeling this again? Like, the last time I felt this was, like, years ago. Like, why would I be feeling this? But, you know, healing is not linear. And we feel things when we're meant to feel them. So the best thing I can do is just offer presence and offer full presence, to those feelings so I can hear what they're saying rather than half listening because multitasking is like an illusion like yeah we can multitask like we could say we can do things at multiple times and stuff like that but like no matter what you're not giving anything a hundred percent if you're multitasking you're not giving anything a hundred percent I'm going to say it again. If you're multitasking, you're not giving anything 100%. It's literally impossible. You take a circle and it's 100% and you try to split it into two things, the best you're going to get is is 50-50, right, if you're trying to be even about it. Most of the time you're going to get something like 70-30, you know, 60-40, whatever that looks like. And whatever you are trying, if you're if you want to give full presence to something, it's a it's an illusion. You can't do it. You know, don't matter how fucking great you are. Like I'm a person with ADHD. I can multitask like a motherfucker. But like, I still have been coming to the understanding that like, yo, it's not a commitment. It's like, it's a half commitment. If anything, maybe it's a it's a it's you know three fourths, two thirds, but it's not a hundred and. Something that I've been really just focusing on is is giving giving myself a hundred percent, you know, not giving myself sixty, not giving myself twenty, not fifty, but a hundred percent, and really taking that time to like lean into those moments where I'm feeling uncomfortable, you know, and uh, it's 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 a interesting feeling, you know. A lot of things that have been coming up has just been centered around uh, self abandonment. 
you know, I was I was talking with my sisters about different experiences I have had with self abandonment. You know, our topic of our conversations was about abandonment, and the first thing that just kept coming up is like, yeah, pl- sure, I got plenty of abandonment issues. Like, you know, we can unpack that. But right now, what I'm navigating the most is like the abandonment of myself. Like, when do I abandon myself? What do what what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? You know, what does it feel like when I am choosing to put a higher percentage into something else other than me? And mm-hmm. Creator has been giving me plenty of practice, uh, plenty of tests, plenty of, <laughs> I like to say practice, to to understand that, what that looks like when it's on the field, you know, uh, when, you're, when it's in motion. And I always catch myself wanting to be ashamed of it. You know, I always catch myself wanting to be like, why? Like, why are you doing that? Why do you have that reaction? That's not valid. This isn't that. And, like, the criticism is so loud. And some of it isn't even my own voice, you know. Some of it is just, like, you know, the things that we're told as children, the things that we're told growing up, whether that be from our family, our friends, or, you know, our partners, whatever the case is. Like, you, sometimes we have a lot of, like, outdated voices that come out and, when when we're doing things and even if it's not doesn't come into the the sensation of voice it could be just the feeling like you know I feel ashamed for sharing this I feel embarrassed I feel uh like less than you know and in those moments those are the moments that I tend to like boop just pop out my body and just kind of go into something else and look at how what the world does it makes it so easy so accessible for us to just pick up our phone for us to turn on the tv for us to call somebody you know and escape that feeling for the moment but if you don't give present to that it's gonna come back and it usually comes back a lot more intense because it's like how the fuck you abandoned me I'm a piece of you. <laughs> like, excuse me, miss. I need your attention. I'm going to come in to your reality uh, in a blinded way that you might have not anticipated. You know, so it's it's interesting. When we suppress shit, it just manifests really weird. And as a person who constantly unpacks different things, I don't always recognize when I am suppressing stuff. Like, it's like my brain is so good, right? It's so good. It's so smart. It's so keen that I tricked myself. And I'm like, nah, you sat with that. Like, you're good. You did it already. (laughs) And then it shows up in another way. And I'm like, "Uh," you know, it could be like seeing a certain kind of car, hearing a certain song, smelling a certain scent, you know, hearing someone say something. And then, boop, like triggered right back into that space. And it's like, whoop. You just, like like a Bluetooth, like, you just go to the other device. And it's like, well, I didn't even realize I had my Bluetooth on. I'm just trying to be here. You know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be here. And I had an experience. I was driving upstate, <coughs> excuse me, this past weekend. And I had an intrusive thought, like, 
just kept thinking about this one particular thing. Um, <laughs> and it was like altering the trajectory of like just my whole being. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Maybe I got to reach out to this person about this thing to then know like I can or I can't do something, you know, because I had already made a, a pact with myself that I'm not going to, and this person, that I'm not going to reach out to them for the benefit of the both of us and um, as a form of our healing. And, like, I, like, really fought for that. Like, I was really doing my best to stand on that. And I was ready to just go back on it, man. Like, I was so ready to go back on it. Like, it didn't matter how many hours there was an argument about, whatever the case was. Like, I finally got to that point, and then it was, like, the same day or the day after. And it's, like, that's that's when the, the test, at least for me, like, start coming in really hard. It's, like, with time, I feel like it gets a little bit more easeful because I, I remember, like, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing. But, like, when i just noticing something about myself, like, I just... I'm just learning how to let go with grace and that just looks different because I've learned how to let go with force. I've learned how to let go with, with pain, you know, and, and I tend to like, if I'm coming from that aspect, it's like cut off, no communication, like villainizing, victimizing, you know, Creating a certain formula to convince myself to that this is off limits and this cannot be done, but rooted more in fear, right? And something I've been unpacking in therapy for the past like few months and just in general, <clears throat> that's although that's the most tangible space that most of us get motivation from. Like, most people literally are, like, do things in spite, like, respectfully. Like, I'm going to do this because nobody thought I could do this. Like, people counted me out, I'm going to do this because people count me out, I'm going to prove them wrong. Or, like, you know, I, like, I, this person never thought I could do it, and um, I'm going to do it, you know. And I've been really, although, like, I feel like I, I've I've mastered doing that in a big way, like, I'm like, oh, word, watch this. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I definitely done a lot of that in my life. Like, and where I'm moving into, where I've been doing my best to pray and move into is, is just that grace space where it's like, I'm moving out of love. Like, if I'm not communicating with you because our communication isn't ideal, you know, for either of us in whatever situation, like, I want to choose to not speak to you because I love myself and because I want to honor my own word, not because I want to spite you, but because I want to honor my own word. And that has been like really big because it's really hard. Like it's so much easier to just get mad at people, man. So much easier to just get mad at people. Like, cause you can be like, yeah, like, no, nah, they did me wrong. Like this, why I'm a, I'm not going to talk. Like, Nah, man, you know, like in the in the in the particular algorithm of, of things that, you know, the formula of, of things that have been coming up for me, it's it's giving me the opportunity to do that. And I'm just reframing and pivoting my mind of like, yo, I get to just let 
this thing that is weighing on me, like, I get to release it with love. And, yeah, like, I love that for me. You know, I pray that, you know, if that's something that you're working on, that you find that footing. But, shit, that shit don't come easy. Because, like, <laughs> like I said, I had communication with the person. And then, like, I wanted to reach back out the same day. Like, my brain was like, yo, like... <laughs> Here's a perfect reason, you know? And then I was just like, wait. When I, I paused, I had the message written. I was like, voice of texting. I had the message written. And I was like, nah. I don't need permission from, or, or from this person to work on this aspect of myself. I don't need to be told what to do by this person in order to do it for myself you know because just <laughs> what was coming up was just is interesting it's peculiar and it was like right before I got to my destination I was in like a four-hour drive and I, it was like the last 30 minutes last 50 minutes something like that naturally and I was like, this is not what I'm coming up here for. <laughs> like, this has nothing to do with that. You know, just honor your word and trust the process. That's it. You got to be there for yourself. And I gave myself my full presence. So I gave myself like a container. I was like, by 5 o'clock, if you didn't decide you should send this message or not, I'm deciding for you, you're not. So like 5 o'clock came around. And I deleted the message. And when I deleted the message, I still tried to manipulate my own head. Like, nah, but you could still. And I was like, nope, nope, you said five. So, yo, I really, like, I, like, turned the music down. And I was just, like, yelling. I'm, like, in the mountains. I was just yelling, like, be here. Be with you. Choose you. Like, Choose yourself. Honor your fucking word. Like, you can do it. Like, I was aggressive, aggressively, like, yelling affirmations into the abyss. And I've just really been working on that self-control, man, that discipline. Because it's, like, anything that comes good in your life, like, it, it, it's, you need to be disciplined with it. Like, you need to, you need to really honor it and give it that respect. So, like, I, it starts with me. It starts with me, like, if I can't honor my own word, like, I could give a lot of people my word, and I'm going to honor it. I think I've always struggled with this, honoring my own word to myself, the things that people don't hear. Maybe they hear it. doesn't matter. Like, it's it's that commitment to me. It's like, I'm over here, you know, and I've been unpacking in, in the more recent months, like, you know, which if you listen to the pod, like, you've you've heard the different conversations. Like, I was like, yo, I have commitment issues, but then I'm like, yo, I'm so blindly loyal. Like, what what commitment issues am I talking about? Like, where is this coming from? Like, where, where do I actually have commitment issues? And it was like, yo, I have commitment issues with my damn self. And that was some shit. Like, that was some shit. Because it's like, even though in my brain, like, I was like, oh, yo, like, I could commit to somebody. I could commit to a project. I could commit to a situation, whatever the case is. Like, and I really believed I could do it with my whole heart. Like, how can I do it with my whole heart if I can't commit to myself? It's like the same thing. Like, you know, you can only do as much for others as you do for yourself. Like, if your cup is empty, 
you know, you can't give to anybody. You can only talk about the taste of water when you had it. Now, if you if you have your cup full, you can you can pour it into others. But if you don't keep some for yourself, then you're going to be dehydrated. So then the next time, you know, something is needed from you, you're not even going to have the capacity to do it. You're going to be too thirsty thinking about how thirsty you are that you're just trying to get a drop of water from anywhere. And like, or maybe not even from anywhere, because there's evolutions to that. You might start from looking for for drops of water from everywhere, and then you realize, no, no, no. If I go to this one particular tree, I can get some droplets of water. And then you start prioritizing, like, spaces, places, people that you get that water from because you're just giving it and giving it and giving it. And, like, I feel like over the years I've developed boundaries, I've developed reserves. I've understood what that is to not get burnt out, to put myself there simultaneously it's like especially it matters to the heart man because i have experienced so much abandonment in different ways i had have had whatever i don't know if it's past or present tense just yet i'm working on it such a big fear of abandoning people you know like if i if if i ever if i ever did anything to make anyone like either you know feel abandoned or like if i've done anything to cut someone off it's because it was like my last resort like that's really not something i do right away like you got i got to be broke the fuck down to really like cut someone out like Cause like I love, I love hard. Like I love with my whole being, like my, from my toes to the tips of my hair, like every part of me will, will pour in. And I realized like, that's overwhelming though. Like, you know, it's like getting taken in by a wave. Like a wave is a wave. A wave is going to be a wave, Right. If you go into the ocean and you are, like, trying to, like, ride waves, you know that, like, some waves are going to come slow and some waves are going to come big. But you can't help but feel overwhelmed when the wave is bigger than your head and you're about to get taken under it. And that could go with good things and that could go with not so good things. So you could drown. So you could, just like you could, you can overwater a plant, you know, you can underwater a plant. Or you can... Listen to what the plant wants and needs. Like, every plant has a different watering system, like, different watering amount. If you stop thinking you know better than what the plant is telling you, and you just listen to the plant, and the plant's like, yo, I just need water on Thursdays. Like, why are you giving it to me on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday? <laughs> Chill the fuck out, you know? And I'm like, damn, like, okay. Reroute. And, you know... A few years ago, I feel like I had more of a understanding of that. And then life happens and you go through different experiences and you have different relations with different people in different ways. And you might resort back to things that you didn't realize that you do. But I believe that it's 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 to really heal that, to really look at that and to be like, oh, you're doing the thing again. But I don't have to beat myself up about it. I could just be like, oh, you, you're doing the thing again. Like, I love you. Like, it's good. Like, 
we're gonna rebalance it. We're gonna recalibrate it because you don't you don't need to do that. Like you know you know what happens when you do that. It's alright. Like just kind of calling it out in like a respectful like and loving way. And yeah, that's where I'm at. Just pouring back into my cup, man. Because it's like you can't have, and you can't have two people just emptying your cups at each other either. You know, because I feel like that's also an experience that I've experienced is like, you know, two people that just want to pour, 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 pour in, you know, and sometimes different water from different regions does different things. You know, sometimes like if you're collecting water from one place and you pour it into a plant, it's actually not good because it's not the same environment. You know, we need different environments in order to grow. And each person, each plant, each thing needs a, is, is formulated for a certain kind of environment. So when you feel like, you know, those leaves are falling off or turning different colors or, like, things aren't working, like, what do you do? You take the plant and you move it. Like, you're not, like, plant, you're being bad for just being bad. You're like, oh, shit, the environment isn't working for it. Let me, let me put you in a different window. Maybe you need more sun. Oh, maybe you need less sun. Okay. You know, and, like, just working with it like that, it's, like, if we treated ourselves like that, then maybe we would have less shame about the environments. It's, like, it's nothing against the people. It's nothing against, you know, the places, the things. It's just, like, this isn't my optimal environment. I can see that. Okay, cool. Let me move forward and, and find what environment is going to work for me. I'm going to put myself near a window now. I'm going to put myself you know, over on the balcony, whatever the case is, like just really getting in tune with yourself. And it's like, you can't blame people for not understanding that process too. You know, people take things personally. Sometimes people will have a plant and it'll die and they're just like, oh, I don't have a green thumb. Instead of being like, you know, maybe I wasn't present enough to, or maybe I didn't have the capacity enough to like research what this plant needs and, and do my best to give it to them. You know, and we don't always have the capacity to do that because we're trying to do that with ourselves, right? We're trying to figure that out for ourselves. So, yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to re remove yourself from certain environments in order to get clarity on things. And, and then sometimes you end up in environments and in situations, places, and mindsets that are like, you know, oh, shit, like, this is why I ended up in that kind of environment because sometimes the environment we actually need to grow in is surrounded by all of our deepest fears. It's surrounded by all of our compounded shit, you know, um, that we need to sort through and figure out what we want to keep and what we want to let go of. And, and then you can realize how unintentionally we put ourselves in spaces that just like you know just make us feel good and then sometimes that's like surface level sometimes that's deep you know sometimes it's somewhere in between and it might fluctuate but if you're not generating that safe space for yourself with yourself solely uh, like alone in that place like the grass is always greener you know what I mean but the grass is greener where you water it so if you don't have the capacity to water it, what are we talking about? Like, if you don't have the capacity to fully water your own lawn and you're trying to water someone else's lawn, like, what, what are we talking about? Like, why are we doing that? You know what I mean? And, like, it's a good, it's a good prompt to, like, ask yourself, like, what, 
what do I, what brings me to that space? And, and when I'm there, how can I navigate myself out of it without a shame spiral? How can I navigate myself out of it without feeling like I'm doing the same shit over again, you know? Because once again, healing is not linear. Like you're going to come across similar situations. Nothing will be exactly the same. But if you're getting triggered, you're having PTSD or like whatever is coming up where it's like, oh, fuck, that's familiar. I know that, you know, it's like, we'll lean into it. Where do you know that from? Is it something you want to be a part of? Is it something you want to implement? And that's where you do the application. That's where you apply it. You know, because if you're just thinking about it and you're just stuck on like, oh, my God, how did I end up here again? Da, 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 da. What do I not learn? Why am I so thick-headed? You know, we start saying those things to ourselves. And it's like, that's just keeping us there longer. You know, that's just that's just creating more of an immobility to get to the next place because it's like yo encourage yourself like oh shit i recognize this pattern you know what i know the way out yo i could take this boom, boom, boom. like you know like if you're with people or you know different aspects of yourself you know you and your child you're a teenager whatever that looks like and be like oh shit like boom okay i don't need to stay in this place i can i can keep moving and I think that a lot of us don't realize that. Like, we're like, yo, I got to just, I got to stay in this place. You know, I made my bed. Let me lay in it. And certain cases, maybe a little bit. But in most cases, nah, not really. Like, I watch so many great people suffer in situations, places, and relationships, and jobs that, like, living situations that, like, they genuinely, like, really fucking hate. But they're like, yo, I got to suck it up. I got to do it. You know, I got to do it. And it's like there's certain aspects where that absolutely is the case. Like there's certain things that like whether we want to or not, like we do have to suck up and commit to, you know, especially when it comes to like our loved ones, especially when it comes to like different things where it's like honoring commitments, not only that you meet to yourself, but to other people. Now, simultaneously, when you realize like if it's something that can be changed even if it doesn't feel like it can be changed but like there always is a way there's always a way for whatever you're supposed to do space will be created if you acknowledge and honor that process of it it might not be tomorrow it might not be in the same week you know it might not be in the same day but it'll come and the only way it'll come is if you make the space for it you know if you aren't okay with your living situation and you know, say you're living with a partner or like you're living in a in a roommate situation and it's not ideal for you. Obviously, if you don't have the funds or, you know, whatever the case is, you can't just up and leave. But like you can start preparing yourself for what that looks like. You know, you can look up different jobs. You can find different ways to generate different more income so that you can find security for yourself. And that just might have been the exact situation that would get you as a catalyst to move forward because a lot of times like we're just stubborn as fuck like we just pull up to this earth plane and this earth school and we're like 
Okay. Like, I think that personally, like, there is certain situations that have happened in my life in order for me to learn lessons. Like, I truly believe that. Like, I don't like to always say, like, everything happens for a reason because I feel like people in my life have said that at really fucked up times. And, like, although, yes, maybe true, like, it's not what I needed to hear. So I tend to go the route of, like, yo, like, when you feel the sensation, like, unknowing, that you need to grow, you need to evolve, or that you've outgrown things. Like, it comes with a lot of fucking grief. Like, a lot of grief. And if we don't acknowledge and give space to that grief, that grief can bog us down into commitments that aren't even made, into things and statements that aren't even said, into unrealistic expectations that we cannot change as a person. You know, and that's why I think, like, when I think about, like, marriage and shit like that you know and I think about um business partnerships and things like that like having contracts is like really important why like not for the legal purposes for like the mental purposes like you know I mean because I would hope you're just not getting in business or in bed with people that you would have to protect yourself legally from but you know shit happens and you never know how everyone will react to certain situations simultaneously just to write down like, even just writing someone a letter is just, it hits different. It hits different because it's like you hear their voice when you're reading it. Like, you're touching the same paper that they touched, you know? So, like, a contract is just a written agreement. So, going whether you're going into uh, a relationship, a marriage, a business you know, a living situation, like writing shit down is so important so that you can both look at it and be like, oh, I don't like that wording. I don't like that verbiage. Okay, let's, let's, let's assess that, you know, let's, let's recalibrate that so that you're both, you both know what you're committing to. Now, also being clear, like certain things aren't meant to be like long term and some things are, and some things, you know, it, as much as it can be a troubling statement to some or a relieving statement to others, like everything is temporary in this lifetime, even our body. And no matter how much we want to make things uh, tangibly forever, there is there like love is really the only thing, you know, and even love sometimes shifts and, you know, you can, but like loving people unconditionally is the only thing that I feel like lasts forever, you know, um, and everything else is just temporary. So if it's not a, a tangible love that you want to pour into, then what, whether it's a love for a business, a love in a relationship, a love for whatever it is, like, you know, what, what are you holding on to it? You know, what, like you need to reroute it. If it doesn't feel good, you got to reroute that love into yourself, reroute that love into your, into your other projects. You know, you might outgrow something. You, you start something with somebody one day and you're like, yeah, this is our plan. Like we're going to create this business and this is a structure. And then at a certain point, like maybe the room is too small. Maybe, maybe the location isn't the right location. Maybe you're going to move like whatever the case is, like, creating an opening making it realistic and the same thing goes with relationships and I think that that's something that people don't want to talk about like you got to create an opening if it's not going to work anymore you know you got and and the same thing with 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 leases and stuff like that like even that when you're writing a lease like 
sometimes that's like a delicate situation because people are like, no, no, no. Like I need to have a certain set of money and yes, they need to pay their mortgage, whatever the case is. But like, what if something happens? We don't know what can happen. What if something happens? Like what does breaking the lease look like? These are the conversations that I feel like people really have a hard time having because it's, it's, it's setting up for, for the not optimal, you know, but at, at the, but at the same token, it might be exactly what's optimal. You know, you might move into a place thinking it's one way, thinking the landlord's one way, and then it's, like, completely different. And you want to have that out. And it's not to make it less committal. It's to be realistic with – it's not forcing it. You know what I mean? When you when you create a space for something to come and to go, you get to really understand what wants to be there. If you have a bird in a cage, you know, and and you just never let it out, like, it has no choice but to stay. But if you let it out and, like, say it goes out the window or whatever the case is, but it comes back, like, it's because it's choosing to be with you. The same thing with any animal. The same thing with any person. The same thing with any experience. Like, it's choosing you. I'll take that over anything else. I would. N- I don't want to force or contain or entrap anyone to do anything because that is just forcing and containing and entrapping myself to a certain limit. And I'm not trying to have limits in this lifetime. I've already created so many. I'm trying to unknow them. I'm trying to break ceilings in this shit. Like I'm not. I don't. I don't need to constantly put something over my head I could put something to the right and to the left of me and reflect on where I'm at and if my feet are on the ground I don't need to put something over my head I want to look up at the stars I want to look up at the moon I want to look up at the sun and the clouds and understand my space in this in this world in this universe and if I put a ceiling over that all the time like I'm disconnecting myself to something greater you know and I feel like in a lot of situations, we trick ourselves into doing that because of society, because of certain, you know, beliefs that have just been like shoved down our throat of having to do certain things in a certain way. And I feel like with that construct, like that's the reason why, like on a personal tip, that there was one, you know, relationship that I like kind of opened it up. You know, and like, oh, okay, like, we'll kind of, we'll do an open relationship. But the thing is, is like, if we're going to do something, like, we'll discuss it first. And although that didn't play out exactly the way I had anticipated, that's the reason why I did that. Because I was like, wow, you know, like, I'm not even going to front. Like, I am a fucking romantic, like, for sure. Like, I mean, it's annoying. It's, 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 it's actually really fucking annoying. But I am, I am the, like, person to make a playlist, to write a letter, to throw rocks at a window with a boombox on my shoulder like it's 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 annoying but it's lovely because it's it's love you know and i and i have a lot of love to give you know um simultaneously oh, i forgot what i was talking about <laughs> what is it? Oh, oh okay okay yeah so it didn't work out in that way but like i was like oh my god you know 
I'm a person that moves a lot more monogamously. Like, that's kind of, like, my thing, um, you know, in, in just, like, what it's been in life. Um, simultaneously, when I chose to, like, me and, and my partner at the time, when we had chose to, like, you know, to open that space up, I was like, wow, like, how beautiful is it for somebody to not feel like a caged bird, to feel free to be anywhere else but to choose to be there with you? And I still think that's beautiful, and I still think that could be, like, a thing, you know, because it's like I found with myself that because it was open, the thoughts of other people, because we're always going to have thoughts of other people. Like, when we're in a relationship, we're always going to find somebody. There's always going to be someone that we get along with or that we find attractive or that smells a certain, giving off certain pheromones, whatever the case is, and be attracted. Like, that's just human nature, right? But like, you know, those building those those fantasies, those those romanticiz romanticizations of different people and stuff like that, I feel like are so much more amplified when it's off limits. Like when it's like absolutely not, you are not allowed to do this. This is against the law jail. <laughs> like horrible person. You cannot. Like when it's like that, I tend the 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 scenarios in your head I feel like build more you know uh give more space even i don't know maybe it's just my what is the word not reluctant but mm, resistant rebellion rebellion yeah like my rebellious self like probably you know has to do with that but i don't think i'm the only one and you know when you open up that space and you can you're like, oh, snap. Like, if I actually want to be with this person, like, I could just talk to my partner about it and probably do it. And then when you think about it and then you're like, okay, all right, I'm going to talk about it. And then you, you think about talking about it and then you're like, wow, I'm going to tell the person that I love or that I have a lot of feelings for, you know, that I want to be with this other person. And then, you, and then it, like, grounds it. It's like, poof, poof, poof. do I actually really want to do it? Is this lust? Is this this? And then he starts to, poof, 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 at least for me. And then I'm like, oh, stop. I actually don't. It's like that was just, like, a fleeting thought, you know. And, and then I can, like, release it more rather than uh, in the past where it's, like, you don't have the space to do that. So you create, like, these scenarios and, like, Oh, and this way, especially if you're not on good terms with your partner, and then you're like, oh, things would be so much better if I was with this other person. Like, grass is always greener, right? So I think that there's power in that, you know, whether it's like romantic relationships and stuff like that. But you got to be on the same page. Like, let me clarify that. You got to be on the same page because, you know, like m me and one of my exes, we weren't on the same page. And, and that's okay. Like, we were until we weren't. And then I had to, like, kind of deal with that aspect and um that wasn't fun but I learned and you know and I forgive myself and I forgive that person you know uh, we were just learning we were just learning and uh yeah like but uh, but then it's like you know I didn't want to open up a relationship after that because of that but you know I'm not not to say that that was that's that's going to be the forever case but most importantly it's like Opening up that relationship with yourself, like opening up that relationship with yourself, with things like not being so definitive and concrete about things, but also committing to what it is like. It, it's like I get it. I get it. Like it's scary to commit something that you don't fully understand. That's fucking scary because you're not getting the rewards. 
that you would get if like if it was in a different way. That's like that's like faith. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That's literally faith. Like it's that the same stuff goes for like religion and 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 life practices. Like you know, committing to different things. Like I know for me, like specifically when I talk about like following my my indigenous path, like following my native path, and like listening to to my ancestors, my 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 people my tribe, like, in other words, just, like, my, my community, really, like, that I've worked so hard to find and then gave up and then found and then experienced authenticity in the exact formula in which I was meant to learn it, I still had a hard time committing to it because I'm like, oh, man, like, I got to drive five hours. Like, that's, like, a lot. Like, <laughs> I got to do this. Like, oh, shit. Like, when I go there, I'm getting straightened up with that. Like, Mm, okay you know and it's like because we are so used to ordering a fucking package on amazon and getting it the next day and getting doordash and not having to move and getting everything instant gratification that when we're not getting instant gratification it's like uh, like this this like okay like i need it i need it so then you rip from wherever is around you to just get it and it's like but that's not even what you were looking for that's why i don't hit that's why it doesn't hit. Like, you're wondering why it's not hitting. Like, why Why is it that when I actually want to be with this person that I I, I pull from this person and it doesn't feel like it feels good for a little bit and don't feel good for a long time? If I want to be at this job and and I and I still choose to be at this job, like, it, it I still end up finding misery because it's not what I want to do. When I, when I live in this place, when I go to this thing and when I say this stuff, like, it happens in all of these different spectrums. Nothing will ever hit, like, the shit that's for you. And the shit that's for you, every time you have a dose of it will always hit, like, in a certain aspect, you know, and, like, that's what I kept on realizing with my, my path, like, with just, like, walking my path, like, you know, like, other religions and other traditions and stuff just kept coming in, and it's, like, different faiths, like, you know, you get, you get tested, like, especially when you're looking for your spiritual path, like, there's so much shit right now, especially, like, right now, where everyone's a guru, and everybody's trying to teach something, everybody got a 10 module course on it and you know whether and that could range from something real small price to real high price and at the end of the day like some I'm not trying to say that all of them like ain't shit I'm just trying to say like a lot of them aren't even they don't even know they're not even applying it for themselves and you can tell by the way that they hold themselves and compose themselves and it's not to sit there and judge it's to sit there and just reflect like do I actually want to listen to someone's advice that isn't listening to themselves you know, and or isn't trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, isn't trying to. Because, like, you know, we go, so many people, right? Like, we, like, oh, I just need to take my own advice. Shit, me too. You know what I'm saying? They say that that's, like, like you're, you're, the thing that you teach is the thing you need to learn the most. And I'm not saying we all have to have it perfect and figured out in order to teach, like, by no means. You know what I mean? If that was the case, I wouldn't be on here fucking talking, because what the fuck? You know what I mean? I'm still learning everything. Like, I'm still, like, I'm still figuring out all the shit that I done thought I learned years ago. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, and meeting it with, like, kisses and hugs and grace and being like, it's okay. We gonna learn deeper now, you know? And, hmm. If you actually want something in a certain way, in a certain respect, you gotta, you gotta, 
be willing to say no to things that are sort of kind of it. You know, uh, I think that that's what brings a lot of discontent and dystopia into a lot of dynamics in the world because they wanted a certain job, but they settled for another one and it went past its expiration date. And then you're wondering why it tastes sour, you know, same thing with relationships, same things with everything, with all things, you know, even with commitments to yourself like that aren't being honored. Now you're wondering why you feel sour every day, but you told yourself that you would meditate, you know, and you're not meditating, you know, working out. And now you just feel sour towards yourself. It's like, all right, well, meet it with sweetness, counteract it, bring balance to it, and then get to it. How much are we going to think about something, ruminate on something, pray about something if we're not willing to do it? That's why I really be praying on my actions. I'll be like, yo, like, literally, pray, but you give me the, <laughs> creator, give me the strength <laughs> to move. You know, if I feel immovable, you know, creator, give me the strength to have the energy, have the motivation. You know, I don't expect creator to jump into my body and just get it done. I don't expect nobody to jump into my world and get it done. Like, I got to do that. So, you know, rather than like being that coach on the sidelines, that's like, what the fuck are you doing? Get in the game. What the fuck was that? You know, be the person like, you got this. You got this. I know you just like scored a goal on our own team because you wasn't paying attention, but like you're paying attention now, right? I trust and believe that you got this shit. So go do it. Rooting yourself on. Like being your hype person, you know, like finding the things that bring you happiness and movement and doing different things. Like leaning in, leaning in. Boom. I'm discomfort. I'm not I mean I'm not comfortable. I'm in discomfort. Lean in. Oh, why am I in discomfort? Blah, 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 blah. Your brain tells you all the things. You sit there, you're like, okay. Rather than being like, shut up, 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 shut up. Because then there's always gonna be a voice that's trying to talk to you. If you keep telling it to shut up, it's just going to be like, bitch, you're going to make space for me. <laughs> like, it's going to come out one way or another. Because once again, when you suppress shit, it shows up fucking weird. So, like, maybe don't. I don't know. I don't want to do it. It makes me show up very weird for myself and others if I suppress things. So I'd rather just be honest and be uncomfortable with the honesty and most of all just being honest with myself. Because, you know, you could be honest with yourself. You got to be honest with yourself first in order to be honest with anybody else. Sometimes that takes a, a bit of time. You know what I mean? Because you could find every reason for that to not, like, be real. And then you realize it still is. And then you're just like, okay, maybe I'll, t maybe I'll share this truth. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll write it down on a piece of paper and I'll light it on fire and I'll... You know, that's between me and creator. You know, everybody got a different system with it. I know I know with myself, like I'm I'm I've been prone to like, you know, I come to a realization I want to share it. I'm like, oh my God, I wanna talk about it. And boy, years and years of of that getting like stomped back into my face made me like okay well i'm not gonna share certain things and now i'm like just trying to find the in-between 
Like, okay, yeah, okay, maybe I shouldn't share certain things. Cool, cool, cool. Maybe I should share this. Oh, no, maybe I'm not. And then once I start going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, I got to put a time limit on it. Like, I mean, I'm a Libra moon, so that shit is just like, you know, I'm always trying to weigh out everything for myself, for the collective, for the individual situation, for, for present, past, future me, like... Once you're thinking that in depth about it for an extended amount of time, like maybe put a time limit on it, time block it, right? Boom, boom, boom. Like I was saying with myself, like I, I gave myself to five o'clock. Once I was at five o'clock, I was like, nah, you're, you're, you're dumb. You don't have, you don't have, you don't have the right to make decisions anymore because the decision was already made. Boom, stand on it. Yeah. Stuff like that, man. That's just all I wanted to talk about today is really just leaning into that discomfort you know, leaning into that grief, leaning into that love, leaning into that hurt, leaning into that praise, whatever it is that you got to lean into, lean in. You know what I'm saying? You got to trust yourself that you can lean out too. What's the worst that could happen if you lean in? You know, because like for me, like when I think, oh, I'm going to lean in, I'm going to lose myself. Girl, that's how you find yourself. You can't escape that. You got it. Sometimes you just got to lose yourself. You got to lose yourself to the to the the moment you want it, right? Like I'm never talking about. You got to never let it go, you know? <laughs> Mad corny, but it's just it popped in my head, so I it's just the way my brain works. So bear with me, y'all. Bear with me. Anytime anything has any alignment with a song, my brain's just like, "We have something." <laughs> But, yeah, not for real. Just, like, leaning into that discomfort. Like, I definitely felt like within this weekend, like, I I was given with my family, like, we were given the opportunity to lean into some really difficult things, man. Like, grief. Oh, shit, I'm, like, kicking the table. Like, really intense grief in, like, a safe way, in a safe place. And, like, I'm really grateful for that because I didn't realize how much of that grief I was like really that I, I, I didn't realize I was disassociated from it because I wouldn't say I suppressed it. I would say I disassociated from it in order to like move forward and survive, you know, um, but to like just really just have like few minutes, like few a space to just fucking feel it all. And like all of us doing it at the same time was like that shit was magical. Transformative needed and um yeah that's what i got for today so before i go i want to play the sacral bowl maybe pull a card and read from the peace of mind book so i'm gonna do it in the order of peace of mind because i looked at it and it looked at me and that's just how it went. So, <laughs> yo, this book, I swear. Okay. Today's April 5th, right? Okay. Page 96, April 5th. Human beings are like tea bags. You don't know your own strength until you get into hot water. By Bruce Langen. Bruce Langen. I guess Langan. Bruce Langan was one of the hostages held in Iran during his 444 days of internment. 
he stayed level-headed, optimistic by surviving to think and be positive about inner strengths he had developed that could help him face and survive the difficult circumstances. You may often think about how wonderful life would be if things were easier, but think back to a particularly rough time that you went through in the past. Maybe it was a difficult childhood, a hurtful relationship, an injury or illness, or a loss of a job. Would you be as strong today if you hadn't had that experience? Has that experience influenced you in some way, left a piece of itself or influence of thinking, feeling, acting, and believing? Today, when faced with a difficulty, don't try to find an easy way out or escape from it. Instead, ask yourself, what will getting through this experience teach me? What will getting through this experience teach me? How will it make me a stronger person now and in the future? Today, I'll explore the ways I can foster a positive and optimistic attitude to support me through tough times. Shout out to Amy E. Dean, man, because she just be like, every time I read this book, it's just like, all right, here's everything you're talking about summed up in a paragraph on this page. Here you go. With an affirmation. So, love that. So, yeah. With that being said, I'd like to invite you to take a deep breath in through your nose. Out through your mouth. Another deep breath in through your nose. And out through your mouth. Releasing any tension in your shoulders, your neck, your back, hips, thighs, knees, legs, ankles, arms, elbows, wrists, hands, feet. Another deep breath here. In. Hold it. And then out. Closing your eyes if it feels good and right for you. Continuing to take deep breaths and really focusing in on our second chakra, that creative and destructive and life force space within our body. Really thinking about what it is that you want to create and what it is that you might need to destroy in order to create that. What do you need to let go of? What do you need to take away? I really just make space for that thought in the moment. I pray in a good way to play this sacred role with the intention on just motivating us to continue our process internally, motivating us to be gentle with ourselves but be stern with ourselves. Most of all, motivating us to give ourselves what we deserve to not settle for less and to just honor what is without having to villainize or victimize anything. Acceptance. Most of all, I pray for acceptance and the wisdom to move forward with whatever way we need to and the courage. Uh-huh.
feels right for you, just beginning to be present with the space that you're in, wiggling your toes, your fingers, moving your head around, moving your hips. Just bring yourself back into whatever space that you're in. If you're feeling a little bit more of a need to ground yourself, saying your name three times, or like snapping your fingers around you, shaking and coming back into the space. Because we got a little message. So. I pray in a good way that whoever is meant to hear this message, whenever they're meant to hear this message, may it come through to them. And just affirm whatever reality it is, whatever it is that they need to affirm in their realities within themselves, within ourselves. I'm going to include myself in a good way like that. I call upon my ancestors that wish to help me in a good way and creator. Help me to deliver a clear and precise message with love and grace. So feeling moved to pull from the life purpose oracle deck something that is coming up for us something that we may need clarity on a sign if you will or the tool to discern, to discern the signs that are already around us rather what is it that we need to hear and focus on So the first card that came out was artist. Engaging in artistic activities is beneficial for your, for your career and every other area of your life. The second card, it, it says, do it. Whatever it is that you thought in your head, do it. Whatever is coming up for you, do it. You know, now is the time to make moves and to do it rather than to sit and ruminate. Creating art, having expression. Artistic expression could look like composing you know, uh, a to-do list online. It doesn't have to be pen and paper. It could be. It could it could be taking paint and splashing it on a wall. It could be taking a glass bottle and smashing it on the floor. Like, it, art could be whatever it is to create your internal reality externally. You don't have to, you know, go to art school in order for you to consider yourself an artist. So whatever that shows up for you in your life, like getting some sort of expression, some kind of exp uh, artistic expression outside of you, whether that's communic communicating or writing something down, seeing something, whatever it is, getting that out of you, allowing yourself the, the space to create most of all. Knowing what you want to create, taking it and doing it, right? And then the other card that came out is you're on the right path. Like, whatever it is that you're doing, keep doing what you're doing because it's working. And it's like a person just having a rainbow being received through their head. So, you know, just 
If anybody who needed that affirmation, just know that you're doing the right thing. You know, just listen to what it is that you really want to create. Listen to what it is that you really want to destroy. Like, and and do it, you know, um, do it. And sometimes that looks like an internal process and an external process. Usually is both. But know when to make it external, you know. Um, you don't have to have the fear of people judging you or how you're going to do it, what it's going to look like. Like, fuck that shit. Like, I'm sorry. Like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are too great to be contained into expectations of people that half the time don't even have the courage to say it to us. It's just, like, in our own heads. So get out of your own way. You're on the right path. Do what you got to do. Thank you so much for listening and for tuning in with me. And I will be here next week, I promise. That's my word. So I'll see y'all then. Also, um, episode 83 will be up as well after this one. So y'all are getting a double one. But I trust and believe that grace and honesty was supposed to come out when it comes out. And that's today. So, yeah, shout out to y'all. Oh, and one last thing. Um, I, like, forget that <laughs> I have a podcast and I could plug this in. Um, this Thursday, there is a grand opening for the spa that I'm a part of. So check out Renew Wellness. And if you're feeling supportive and stuff like that, like just know that you're invited. You can come and uh, just bring an open heart and best intentions if you do. And shout out to Jen and the whole team. Really excited. This is a big uh stepping stone for us in our journey and you know I know for myself like putting myself out there and like getting out of my own head and stop being a perfectionist to like put things out there has been like quite quite the uh quite quite the mission especially when you have a bunch of other stuff compounding on your shoulders I tend to like not put something out there just because I'm like oh like no 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 it could be done better you know but it's just gonna grow it's just gonna continue to be better every time every time so with that being said, I'm going to hold myself accountable and put some content on Duality Holistics, which is my aesthetics and holistic company. My, um, Yeah, so stay tuned for that, and thank you all for tuning in.